T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talking about all things Cavaliers, we welcome on one of the greatest Cavaliers of all time, former Cavs center, now analyst for Bally Sports Great Lakes, Brad Doherty, joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Brad, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Well, it is a great honor to talk with you. As I mentioned, you are uh, your Cavs great. We, we were talking about you earlier in the show off air, and I said you and Mark Price are part of my first basketball memories, and I – as somebody who grew up in the Sagana Jop era, it's very rare in a small market we get to say good memories uh, are your first memories of Cleveland basketball. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. That makes me feel good. Hopefully uh, it doesn't make me feel too old because you haven't told me how old you were when we were playing. So I'm, I'm, I'm 76. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're talking my language. Perfect. Uh, Brad, let, let's get started tonight. Uh, how yeah. confident are you the Cavs can make it three straight? You know, I'm, I'm pretty confident. You know, we played really well, obviously, last night. Um, I think the thing that really gets us on the road where we, you know, we've, we've struggled a little bit this year is obviously our inexperience, but we just need significant bench play when we're on the road. You know, we're at home. We've got the home crowd behind us. You know, we're locked in. Uh, we get tr- you know tremendous performances from all of our starters, and uh, the bench guys come in. They got so much energy. That's going to be critical tonight. Um, I hate you know that Ricky's not playing because he's really starting to get into a little bit of a rhythm. That bringing back that old Ricky Rubio vibe that that was great for us before he got hurt. So you know I think you're, I think we're capable. I'm just concerned about scoring enough points. You know we're a great defensive team uh, most of the night, but uh, it also Sometimes after a night last night where we just kind of everyone, you know, Isaac Coro had just an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we struggle on that that back to back sometimes, just putting up enough offense. And so, uh, but you know, Bradley Bill's not playing tonight, so hopefully there'll be an opportunity for us to to take it, someone to take advantage and come off the bench and give us a good shot in the arm. So that's what I'm looking for. You know, Brad, it's interesting. Mitchell has kind of been questionable for a while since the, he's had this groin injury. And he keeps playing through it. You know, obviously a back-to-back here tonight. Should the Cavaliers maybe give him a little bit of a rest? Well, you know, it's, it's you know, talking to Donovan, he is banged up real bad. That uh, groin, as you guys know, if you're playing a little bit of sports, you know, you pull a groin and it just oh, yeah. it takes forever. And uh, he keeps re-injuring that darn thing. And the problem with it is, you know, is, as you try to manage a bad growing pull, Sometimes you can work your way through it and get it to where it'll, it'll continue to heal, even if you're playing. Uh, 
you've seen it happen a thousand times where a guy will take time off for a groin, you know, and the groins can take, they can take months and months and months. And you see a guy take time off, significant time off, and come back and he re-injures it right away. I think it's long, and, and from what I understand, there's no, you know, fibrous tears in the groin, which is what you're watching for. Uh, other than that, you can you can kind of manage that thing uh, as he plays. Kind of got to be careful with his minutes. And what you'll see is, you know, when you're warm and he's playing, he's fine. It's when he he goes and sits out, trying to maintain that warmth. If you know we had a bike or something, he could ride. It'd really be helpful. But I don't think you sit him because I think it's just it's one of those things where after a couple of games, it's going to feel a little bit better, but it's still there. And so, uh, like I said, it's not like a or, or something like that or a, a meniscus tear. Or, you know, that groin is just always, no matter what you're doing, if you're just sitting there, it's going to be it's going to be prevalent. But you can manage through it as long as it doesn't start fraying and he's not at that that point. And we do a great job. Our our our, uh, our, our physical staff and docs do a wonderful job at, at managing these guys, and he'll get enough rest with load management anyway that he'll have a chance to, to veer away from it. So I'm not overly concerned. Uh, I think that for Donovan, getting to know him, um, you know, he's got such pride on the offensive end. Um, I think he's aware, obviously, of his limitations, and sometimes, you know, you can see it in his jump shot just a little bit. Uh, doesn't quite get the lift that he uh, normally has or explosiveness because I think he's trying to protect his own groin. So, uh, yeah, that's a conundrum, but I, I think he plays. We need everyone to play if we're going to have a chance to be successful at the end of the year because, man, we're we're right there in the middle of the dogfight. I mean, it's you lose a game and the team behind you wins a game. I mean, it, it flips things so quickly from four, five, six. Uh, every night until the house, you got to be ready to play. Brad Doherty, a longtime Cavalier, now analyst for Bally Sports. Great Lakes on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You mentioned Okoro. Uh, since January 1, averaging about 10 points per game. Uh, really across the board, all of his numbers are up. I think even though he's not attempting a lot of them, shooting 50% from three-point. Um, how, how certain are you the new Isaac Okoro is the real Isaac Okoro with this team is currently constructed? You know, I, you watch guys today play, and what what's happened to basketball, where you hear a lot of old heads complaining about the game, it's because of, of you know, AAU, AAU basketball has just become so so dominant and so prevalent in these young guys' lives. It's what they do. And so where, you know, 100 years ago when I played, you worked on going to basketball camps and you worked on fundamentals. And so you'd have a guy who wasn't a great athlete but he could still play the game and and go to you know certain heights in the game because of his ability fundamentally. Well, you know, over the last couple of decades, it's more about AAU basketball where guys run, jump, and play, and the athleticism is off the charts. And so, you come to these levels, you get to Division One basketball, and you have a certain skill set, and it's kind of once you get there it's really hard to start defining things, uh, whether it's a shooting touch or shooting stroke or dribbling with your left hand or that type of thing. Where today, and most coaches at Division One basketball now will just take a guy who's a good AAU player and has particular strengths, and they just work on those strengths. 
And that's what we saw with Isaac when he got here from Auburn, is you saw a young man moves his feet extremely well defensively. Uh, very aggressive, attacks, really hard nose, goes to the basket, but was very deficient in shooting the basketball. I don't know if I've ever seen a player at this level in today's game make the adjustments that he's made to his shot. You know, when he first started shooting the basketball here a couple seasons ago, he shot the ball with his shooting hand right in the middle of his eyes. I mean, I don't know how you – I mean, he's, he's guarding himself, basically, when he's shooting the basketball. Um, and he has worked and worked and worked. And now it's only about halfway in front of his face. And so Bern, Bernhard Langer, and I don't know if you guys are golfers or not, but he was talking a couple of years ago, and I was talking to him a little about his golf game. You know, he plays on the Champions Tour. Just had a remarkable run. And he was talking – I was talking one day about his grip. You know, we're talking about grips and stuff like that. And I'm hacking it around golf, but he said his grip has always, his entire 50 year career, his grip had always been really, really weak. And he was trying to strengthen his grip as he's gotten older so he could turn the club face over. He said to move his grip with his right hand to a strong position was about an inch, inch and a half. It took him a year and a half as a professional golfer at 62, 3, 4, whatever years of age, to move that, that right hand an inch. And the thing he said that's most difficult, and this is what I equate back to Isaac when I watch him, is that during stressful situations, you're going to, your fail-safe is going to put you back to that grip being an inch and a half off and to Isaac shooting that basketball in front of his face. To answer your question, I think he's earned – the opportunity and the right to be in the position he is in. I think it is a, a never-ending process for him to continue to earn that position uh, through his, his due diligence, through his work, and through his habits. Because if, if he doesn't do that, and, and JB really gets on him really hard because he responds to that. He responds to the adversity of trying to do better. Um, if he doesn't continue to push and we don't continue to – he has to live on that edge because if he doesn't, he'll never be able to stay where he's at. I know that's a long answer to your question, but the answer to the question straightforward is I think Isaac is is ob, is, is in a month-to-month situation. He has earned every inch of the right to start where he's in his starting position right now, and as long as he continues to grind as hard as he can grind – then he ha- he, he'll continue to have that opportunity. Now, what will happen and could happen is, you know, he gets in a slump. If he gets in a slump with the deficiency, it makes it more difficult to put all your eggs in a basket with him. And so, uh, and you also got to remember the kid's only a couple, he's only been in the league a couple of years. So I, I love Isaac Okoro. I love his work ethic. I love his determination. His attitude is infectious. Uh, you know what you get. And as long as he continues to grind, it's not natural to him. So many guys today, it's all natural to him. It comes, man, it's, watching Donovan shoot a jumper, watching Steph Curry shoot a jumper, man, it's just like them, you know, putting on a tennis shoe. It's not that natural to Isaac. And so you admire him for his work ethic, 
but there's going to be times he moves in and out of the lineup just because it doesn't fit well uh, with the current schematics. Brad, what do you think is the next step for Evan Mobley? Another, another interesting, uh, uh, interesting kind of almost a conundrum. You know, when you watch Evan play, and I told I told Colby Altman this earlier this year. I said, you know, you got to be really careful with him because the nights we win basketball games, his his stat line is going to be eighteen, no nine, three block shots. Two steals, you know, one turnover, um, and then you'll look at the other things, the intangibles of deflections, uh, getting into the passing lane, lockdown defense. That's what. And, and Kobe and I had a little debate about it. it. Was pretty funny because he's like, "Well, this guy could, you know, eventually score thirty a game." I, I, I don't, I don't think that's where we go with him. Um, you know, I, I think he is a unique player because, you know, he's almost a unicorn-type player because of his size. His ability uh, to move his feet is almost unparalleled for someone that's seven feet tall. I'm talking lateral, his lateral movement. Uh, his length, I mean, we're about the same height, but I bet, he, I bet he's a hand, a full hand reach over me when we put our hands up together. Um. I, I think it's, it's one of those things where we're very, very fortunate to have him from the standpoint of he is a tremendous worker. He has an insatiable thirst to get better. Uh, he's very serious about getting better. So you gotta, you got to figure out how to plug him in to what we're doing. I mean, we've got some interesting pieces in this puzzle. Um, we're really close, you know, with, with Darius and Donovan still trying to figure out the best way to play together. You know, right just in those two who are going to be the dominant ball handlers and going to provide about 65 to 75% of the assists during a game that's going to make our team better, uh, you also have the, cap- you know, the capability of having almost 50 points a game between those two. So then you've got this player in Evans. We can't. We don't need him to score 20, 25 a night. There are going to be nights we we take advantage of that. And he scores thirty and we win. But we need him to do everything well, everything well. And uh, those are very very rare. Um, I can only think of a handful of, of players throughout the history of the game that could do participate every facet of the game and be impactful. And, and I think that's what we have in Evan Mobley. And as he continues to get bigger, stronger, uh, more more consistent with his shot, uh, his ceiling is just it's it's I don't know if there is one. Um, and and also his basketball IQ is very high. And I think there's some things I, I love. I get to talk to him, and I, I just feel so fortunate to get to be around these young guys. And the thing I talked to Evan a little bit about is just awareness. Sometimes I don't think he's aware of where he's at because he's so fluid in movement um, around the basket. I mean, they're, they're, he, he could shoot little hook shots all day long in movement, and no one can do anything about it. You just can't, you can't stop it. Um, sometimes he wants to, to, to rebound aggressively and gather himself, 
but I keep telling you, you're making yourself, you go from seven feet to, to 5'11 when you do that. You don't have to do that. And he picks it up a little bit at a time, shooting a little fadeaway jumper uh, on the right side of the block, turning back to his right. That's a that's a that's an interesting shot because you look at someone, especially if you're guarded by a right-handed player, which the majority of players are, you would think they could get to that shot and block it. But just simply because of the way your shoulders turns, it creates about six inches of space that you just can't recover to. And understanding that at his size and his ability, he could shoot that shot. Scotty Pippen used to do it really, really well, shoot that little shot off the glass. So anyway, uh, to answer your question, I think we have a true uh, gem in Evan Mobley. and We will have to continue to evolve coaching-wise and teaching-wise with him because he's going to be able to go to places that their other guys on our team will never be able to go. Uh, and, and so you have, to, you have to coach that in a specific way. Hey, Brad, did want to ask you, it's, it's so great to see you on the broadcast. I know you're not on, on every game, but do you have your schedule? Like, I mean, how, how does that work? I mean, how do we know how to find you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I've agreed to do, we'll do about 28 games this year. Awesome. I'll do about 30 next year. Um, and and I'll talk to the Bally's folks here and, and you can reach out to those guys. And I think they've got a schedule that they've released somewhere uh, that, that shows all the games that I'm doing. But Awesome. I'm pickled to death. I came in a couple of years ago just to sit down during the Wall of Honor ceremony and to do. They asked me if I do a couple of games. I said glad to, and then they asked me if I do a couple more. And they keep asking me to do more. So that's a I'm good thing. A great time. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> time. And you know, primarily, I'm I'm trying to to be around, help out with the team a little bit, and, and speak to these young guys, and just just having a lot of fun. But doing the games is great. Getting to work with you know John Michael and and Austin and Campy and all the folks involved, Serena and Kaylee, and, you know, got a great producer and Brent Valente and those guys. They just do a tremendous job. So a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Have a great time doing it. Well, it's great to hear you. It's great to have you back in Cleveland more often, and we sure appreciate your time today. Great stuff. Hey, thanks for having me on, and uh, you guys keep doing what you're doing. You do a great job. Oh, thank you thanks, so much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.